And of course, on the room dividers and the number to dull as we get into a discussion, and I think there's one major discussion from the weekend, it has to do with the Wallabies as they played against the Springboks 89 Otherwise, 0605842250. You watch them play. What did you make of it? Maybe it's just one word. Mr. Manana, good evening. It's the 11th of September today, 2018. Rob, uh, first and foremost, uh, it's. It's good to be back. Uh, I know that we're on referee's injury time. You've apologized <laughs> for that. No, 100%. Yeah, but Kay, you know me. You owe me big time. Next week, Baba. Extended yeah. time. Don't worry. I think there's. I, I hope there's no insurance next time. No, we are insuring now. Thank you very much. Not a problem. I mean, if I had to ask you, I watched that game because yeah. I, I told myself, you know what? This Saturday, I'm going to sit back nice and early, watch the All Blacks, watch the box. Watch Bafana Bafana. It was my national team weekend or Saturday. Yes. Yo, when I got to the Wallabies and the Springboks, I, I wasn't too sure in the end how I felt. How did you feel? Rob, it's not about the feeling. It's, it's about looking at where our rugby is heading to. And I think, for me, South Africa is transgressing to the old inefficient game plan. Uh, we lost to a very poor Wallaby side. That on the eve of that test match, they'd lost, they'd lost uh, Pocock, they've lost Israel Falau. And those were two X-Factor players. So one then sort of had the benefit of saying South Africa could be able to at least win this one, if by not four, by five points, heading to Wellington. Unfortunately, 23-18 was the end result. And it's all to just a lack of drive, uh, the hunger. And I think for me, from a South African perspective, uh, players not really showing great pride in that jersey i think we are quite aware of our way records in terms of winning away from home but i think with the new messiah remember this is a guy who's the head coach who was deemed to be the messiah of south african rugby that he was the one that could take this rugby forward and tomorrow we'll be hearing headlines that guys like dave rennies robbie deans sways the brain dion davids could be up for uh, looking in terms of taking over because things as they stand Rob Marawa now the results are not coming players are playing very poor and for me the experienced players they don't even set or come out as people that are really showing that experience and also showing the leadership of playing so many test matches you look at Villeleroux very poor but he'll don the number 15 jersey you look at the France law, we spoke about him, inefficient. And you've got guys that are not part of the, the match day 23. Markov and Staden would have made tremendous changes, but unfortunately was not part of the team. So for me, it worries me. Team selection, you look at how we're playing as, as a springbok. We don't even know the game plan. Already, panic is setting in. Why? We've played already three rugby championships. We've won one from three. We're losing on Saturday against the All Blacks, which would mean one from four. Tremendous pressure coming to Port Elizabeth on the 29th. We're losing on Saturday. We're losing on Saturday. So you're not even waiting for the game to start. That, Rob, that I is don't a see, done deal. I don't, the changes won't be... You'll see a Jesse Krill going to play wing in place of Mapimpi. Yeah. Lucanio M coming on. Either than that, there's no changes from the starting 15. Damien Dialinda at inside centre... You'll have Henry Pollard. Sorry, Henry Pollard will come in. So you have those two changes. Lucanio M, Henry Pollard coming in, Jesse moving on to the wing. Hmm. Only two changes. All right. Let's talk about changes, though, because that's the one thing that really got me almost 
throwing my shoes at the TV because I didn't understand it. I didn't understand quite a few things. Uh, but maybe let's let's allow the coach to express why he did what he did. Then let's uh, let's chat about it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Bongi was just—he hasn't played a lot, and and you could see he was struggling. And you can ask the guys, the dealers, boys, listen. Everybody plays as long as he can, and if you if you see he's struggling, we put the, we put the sub on. You know, so Bongi was one of those things. I've substituted the captain a few times, even during the June Test matches, because we tell you, you'd empty the tank, we see how far you go, and we put the guy on the bench on, and and, and he he tried to finish it. So yeah, it was definitely not for the overthrow, because I think that was more more combination between CR and the guys. It was definitely not. Just Bongi's fault there. Not for the overthrow, he says. What was it for? Rob today he speaks something different. He said that uh, he was struggling. He had spoken to the fitness guy that uh, uh, Bongi was struggling fitness-wise, and 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 for me it's very difficult. Bongi played 50 minutes. He played 58 minutes against England. Mm. Uh, you know, he started those two tests, uh, and for me, just it's childish what Rassi has just done. Uh, you don't replace a prof- professional and saying that he was struggling. He, he was he ran out of petrol. There's no way. Not a guy like Bongi Bonambi. You've, you've got a guy called Alec Walden, the Welsh, who he brought with from Munster. Highly paid. Highly paid. Remember, he's used to getting paid in euros. Yep. He heads that department. Now, w- which fitness trainer or conditioning trainer will make sure that certain players... Rob Marawa, get the full 80 minutes. You look at a guy like Eben Etzebeth. Eben didn't even play one friendly straight into the test match against Argentina in Durban. He played most of that game. Mm. You look at Bongim Bonambi. For sure, at the start of the season, he was injured. But he came back. He had a couple of runs in Super Rugby. But he did play against England in those three tests. And he got an opportunity once again to start. He scored a try. There's no way that he was running out of gas. And these are childish excuses. And for me, it just, it's like a spoiled kid. Because he knows he's the director, he's the manager of the team, he's the coach of the team. Springbok side does not have a manager. Whatever they can say, Charles Vessels is not the manager of, of that team. He is part of the backroom staff in mm. making sure that the Springboks have whatever they want at their disposal. But for me, the players are afraid of Rassi. We can speak to Bongim Bonambi even just now. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you a different story than what really happened. He's still at gas, I'm sure. I mean, there's no way at 35 minutes at that level, and you rightfully say that, uh, you know, the coach was imported from Ireland. Um, and, and dare I say, correct me if I'm wrong here, Yeah, he was appointed without an interview process. No, remember, it's Rassi's recommendation. He's bringing back Ninaba, the defense coach, he's bringing along a guy called Alec Walden. Mm-hmm. He was with him at Munster. So he wanted him to work and condition the players to be the. Remember a couple of weeks ago, there was a note that said, or a headline that said, the Springbok are the fittest side alongside the All Blacks. Mm-hmm. Why would a, a player who wants and desires to wear the green and gold be lacking in terms of fitness and yet he's your number two hooker hmm. and that for me is a worry the country is moaning currently and we have a coach who's busy trying combination and in between those combination finding excuses because then how do you select 
an unfit player, a player that, in terms of gas, is going to run out of it after 35 minutes, then surely we, as a South African public, somebody needs to be held accountable, especially when it is quite clear that that reason about running out of gas is actually a flawed reason. Besides being a flawed reason, he's not even giving an indication who made the call. Because we can blame Sia Colisi for not diving or Peter well, Sepp like or the overthrow. Sia. Wasn't he blaming Sia? Today he blamed Sia. In that clip, he didn't blame Sia. But today he blames it. He takes the blame from Ubongi Bonambi and says the captain, it's his responsibility. But who makes the calls at line out call? It's certainly not Sia. He, Sia should have been the, replay, re, the receiver alongside Peter Steph Dutoy. It didn't happen. It led to a Tamua going over the whitewash. So somewhere, somehow, you call an overthrow. All right, it says four men line out. And you ask yourself, where was Damien Dialinda? He's standing two meters from the deadline. And it's not supposed to be like that. He was supposed to be in a situation where he was alongside Sia Kolisi mm. for them to make sure that if Sia gets the ball, sets up the rack, he's there to also close that ball alongside Peter Steph Dutoy. But the two gentlemen that were there was Peter Steph as well as Sia Kolisi. But other than that, Robert Mara, that's what I'm saying is he is a law unto himself. The horse has bolted. The rabbit is out of that head. Jean Nienaber, I believe, and again, if I'm wrong, please tell me, yes. Mr. Manana, he's coaching the, the defense. Um, I'm not sure if he's ever coached there before. Rob, they come a long way yes. from the Cheetahs days. If you remember Rasi Rasmus when he coached Free State Cheetahs, yes. they used to sit on top of that roof. He was there. When Rasi went to the Stormers, he was there. When Rasi had um, the coaching uh, hub he was there alongside the Peter de Villiers Louis Kuhn they were there going around and at that time he was the one that was heading the department of rugby at Saro as a director of rugby mm. before he left for Munster because he did not get the job after Heineke Meyer had left so they've been together when he went to Munster, Munster he went with him when he came back, he brought him back. So he's been there. So you mean to tell me because of these multiple positions that he holds, that nothing in terms of accountability can be done, including this, because there would be a national outcry if this was happening anywhere else in the world and it had to do with the national team. But a coach has to repeat, report to his director of rugby. Who is the director of rugby? It's Rasse Rasmus. The coach. So, he does not report to anyone. And the mere fact that you are hearing that all of a sudden, a name like Swayze De Brain, a name like Dion Davids are coming up, is the same thing that happened when he was at the Stormers. He can't take the heat, he'll rather take the directorship. He brought that role at the Stormers. Mm. And then appointed Alistair Kutsi as the coach. Are we likely to see such? Was it, for example, maybe a immature announcement from Saru to say he's signed a six-year contract whereby he had 18 games before the Rugby World Cup. Maybe the saying could have been better to say that he comes in to take us to the World Cup. 
because of the disaster performance over the last two years under the helm of Alistair Kutsi. Mm. But now we, we, we're having a coach that has signed the longest contract, six years. He's the director, he's the coach, he's everything. And the players on top of that are even afraid. But surely that can't be a way to operate. And when I come back to on the field stuff, and I, and I noticed again, I was excited. I saw Elton Janches playing. Yeah. Um, and in my books, he had a, a very good game. I was surprised. A lot of people then started talking about uh, Elton, trying to rate him, trying to see how he had performed. And I'm thinking, come on. Out of all the other players that are on the field, surely you can't be focusing on a guy that has delivered on the day. I mean, despite his scrum half, who had pretty much of a shocker. And I've had so much respect for him, especially in that England test. But over the weekend, he had a shocker. Definitely. Rob, let's, let, let, me, let me just slightly take you back. Yeah. Let's look at a Malcolm Marx. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this country is aware that Malcolm Marx is the number one hooker. Rasi should have known from the onset that a win was of utmost importance for this country. He should have gone for his best team. And not put Ubongimbonambi under what he put him over the last week. Vili Leroux is a senior player, but his decision making is Paul is appalling. Yako Krill, Jesse Krill, sorry. Mm -hmm. Another player that has been there for some time with the Springbok. Open opportunity for him just to move the hand. He kicks the ball out into touch. Where is the experience that these players have been gaining all along? Fafdi Clegg is started off well. You know, we were so amused at how we've missed a scrum off of his caliber from the 2017 season. One, two games is completely off where he started the international season. He's very poor. His lackluster, his box kicking, his work rate when he goes to the ruck to clean the ball and get the ball outside. It's something that for me is, I'm asking myself, how does it happen? Just a week later, the performance starts going on a snowball effect. Mm. And that is a big worry. Mm. And that is a coach's job to identify such. Because he, at the end, select the starting 15. Uno, Jayana, ahead of Warren Whiteley. Well, Unoche was there at the start against the English side. He was dropped for the Argentina's two tests. He's part of the squad in New Zealand. And unfortunately, Rob Marawa, he's wearing the number ones. In Australia, he wore the number ones. Mm. And against the New Zealand side, he'll wear the number ones. He's just part of a 29-man uh, squad. A 31 that is, part of, that is part of this rugby championship in the Australasia. Mm. So if you look at Unoche... An opportunity as well for a player like him to be given that opportunity in rugby champs. He hasn't been given. And you come up against the number one side in the world. In conversation with the Tanda Banana, 089-110-2000, your impressions about the box of the weekend. And I think it's a big talking point. You said that there is absolutely no chance for the box against the All Blacks. Over the weekend, we've got Lungi, though, from Johannesburg. Also had a chat about the game on Saturday. Lungi, good evening. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. Welcome. Uh, Mr. Marawa, thanks for the opportunity. Let me just start off by saying that um, I was really disappointed. But because you could almost say on that game on Saturday that um, Australia didn't win, but the Springboks lost, you know. 
I think the the handling errors were very, very junior mistakes. And it's just surprising that um, you face against, you know, you face a, a very poor Australia side. Because I think before us, they won a four-match losing trot, you know. And you go out there and you commit such silly mistake. And just to talk about the coach, Mr. Marawa, I think uh, Rasi Erasmus' comments about Bongi Mbonambi, you know, it does very really little for building the team spirit. You know, because you can imagine how Bongi, cause, but I know that he's a professional, he's probably going to take it in a positive way. But as a coach, I believe your role is to protect your players. You know, you can't just go to the media and all of a sudden and bash them. And I mean, I don't buy the story that Bongi Monami was tired because we're talking about a guy who had just scored a try, you know. And you can imagine that at that point, he's probably on some ascendancy. And you saw the, the line out after... After Malcolm Marx came in as a, um, as a Lungi, replacement. You know what it does? That thing kills mm. your confidence, boss. And you're so absolutely right. You are on a high. The adrenaline is pumping. Yeah. You've just got that try that you exactly. had. And the brilliant try it was indeed. Yeah, exactly. And the build-up to that, he was heavily involved, even getting over the line. And then you get a manager, someone who's supposed to... Because you know how harsh the media is, especially around players of color. The least that you can do is to protect the guy. I mean, that, on, first of all, Mr. Marawa, it speaks to your professionalism that you're going to get a national coach to call you unfit and that you were substituted um, in the first half. I mean, that just that just destroys your spirit. And we're talking about an international player here, a seasoned Springbok player. You know what I mean? So sure. how do you expect Bongi to, to, to come out of this and, 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 and you know, and take it in positive? So question, very, though. very, very, very disappointed at Rasi. And to agree with Mr. Manana, I think on Saturday we definitely are going to lose that game because um, also, just to track back a bit, I think Rasi's comments were also a little bit selective. He never mentioned a thing about fast Clegg. You know, the amount of handling errors Faf committed, Villeroux, the kicking was poor, the defense was horrible, but nothing of mention, you know. So yeah. so I think, I, th- I, th- I think on that regard, I agree with Manana that New Zealand are really, really, really going to trash us. But uh, listen, we sit and be hopeful, but really there isn't much to hope for. But thanks, Mr. Morale. Well, but thank you so much. We'll get Manana's response in a second. A whole flood of calls that are coming through. And let's take Kutaba from Four Ways. Good evening, Tabo. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Maybe disappointed, but I'm good. No, that's good stuff. I've just got two quick points. Um, Firstly, with regards to the players, and I think the previous caller as well as Utando have uh, touched on this. It's just ironic how we've seen this happen before. We saw it happen under Rudolf Strali with Lawrence Mm. Zipaga. 30 minutes, best player on the park, he gets taken off. The issue that I have with Bongi and the line-out, as Utando rightfully mentioned, someone must have made the call before the line-out was thrown in. So whether they were going with the number two jumper, whoever was supposed to have caught the ball, or if they were going directly, or the ball was supposed to go to Usia or over the locks, that call would have been made. So similarly to his point, I'm interested to know what the call was, and who should have received the ball? Because that's the starting point. Before we start pointing the blame at no, Sia should have killed the ball or dived over it, or this person should have done this. The initial starting point was, what was the call? Who was supposed to have caught the ball? What went wrong there? But secondly, from my side, the biggest issue I have currently with the way the box are playing is the playing style. Mm-hmm. If you look at New Zealand, and I've seen it, I've been following their rugby for years and years, but it's become more evident over the past year. They've got a system in place. From 1 to 15, you can replace any of those players. 
with someone else in the squad. Mm. The play remains the same. The tactics remain the same. The players always think on their feet. They look for the space. They've been inculcated with that thinking from, from, from grassroots level onwards. And that's how they play. If I was to ask anybody, what is the Springbok style of play currently? I don't think anyone can put a finger on it. We don't have a style of play. So an identity right? is something we're lacking. Yes, we're definitely lacking that. Right now, mm. we, we're analyzing the players. We're not analyzing the style of play. Oh, we should have done this. Faf had a very bad game. Really had a bad game. But let's take a step back and actually look at the style of play. What are we trying to achieve? Are we going with a forward game? Are we going with a backline game? Do you want to spread the ball? What type of play are we going for? That is where the foundation starts. You then get the players that fit into that system, and those are the players that you select. South Africa has a long history of trying to look for saviors, whether that's at a coaching level or at a player level. Let's stop focusing on individuals. Let's get the system right, and let's focus on the style of play first, and then we get the personnel and the players that fit into that style of play. Until you do that, you're not going to go anywhere. It's that simple for me. Tabo, thank you so much. Agree with the bulk of that, Manana? Rob, let me, let me add on what Tabo has just said. Coaching, coaching, skills, skills. These things are things that are needed to be drummed in, into every South African player, at every rebel. And it is also proof that South African coaching is failing in that department. He's right when he said so. If you were to look at who is the next probable Springbok coach currently, it won't be out of your, your thumb suck and saying it must be this player, I mean this coach. Because there are very few that have proven themselves because they themselves have been put in those positions without the proper knowledge of the term coach or being a coach. And that's where the problem is. South African, they have all the talent, Rob, in the world. You can't doubt that. But in order for you to help that talent to flourish, you need to develop skills, awareness, game management, plus fitness of each and every player. And the caller is right. We don't know, as I said earlier on, that we've gone back to the old inefficient game plan. So, the big thing then is preparation. Are we preparing mm. the way we're supposed to prepare for each and every test? Or are we preparing differently? I get the sense that we prepare differently because we're playing the All Blacks. We're going to prepare differently. It can't be. Preparation should be no different from any test match. Mm. Okay, Lizo. Hi, Rob. How are you? Good, man. Collins from Sasselberg. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Rob. Rob, I, I just think that we need to say things as they are. Yeah. You know, I, I watched the game on Saturday as well. Started with the Aggies and the All Blacks. Man, forget about the Springboks. That game, the All Blacks against the Aggies, it was the highlight for my weekend. The manner in which the Aggies took the game to the All Blacks, it was just, it was an absolute delight to watch. I mean, they are, they are back three, the two um, wings and the full back. 
I mean, they, those guys, they just went in there and they knew that, you know, uh, all bags is, is the barometer of excellence. And the only way that you can win against them is to just give it a go. You know, I look at them and then I watch the Springboks. It was a day and night. I mean, Rob, there was just no direction in the way that uh, the, the, the Springboks played. We knew that, okay, our biggest point in that game specifically, the rolling mall. And then what do they do? They go for the scrums and they are struggling on the scrums. You, you just sense that there's just no plan in place to say, okay, guys, we're going to this game and this is how we're going to go forth and seek for that. I, I think there's, um, you, you can lose with dignity when you know that there was a, a specific game plan that these guys were, were going against. But it just seems so disorientated. The senior players, they, they just were taking incorrect decisions at the critical times. Ah, Robert, there's they, just That's a long a way to go. That's frustration, yeah. No, I hear you. I, 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 just, I just feel that, you know, the string box, we just need to lick our wounds, you know, admit that we're no longer the powerhouse that we were. And I just don't know how difficult it is for us to, uh, you know, uh, benchmark with, with the, with the, with against the, 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 the All Blacks. All Blacks, yeah. I mean, you... You listen to them. You you look at the way their 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 football, their their rugby. Sorry, their rugby is is structured. There's a lot of correlation between grassroots coaching and the senior coaching. These guys, when they get to the All Blacks, that there's no coaching basically. It's just management get, getting the guys. So this is how the the system of All Blacks works in. And the, the and, guys and I think right there you corrected yourself because when you said we just got to lick our wounds, I was going to come in and say we we can't because other countries invest in a structure they invest on development they invest in a style and a system that our previous caller was talking about and that is where the old blacks are that is where we are not and that is a big problem i've, I've got to quickly run um there was a, i need to give manana a response Ustalo is in newcastle good evening hey Baba. welcome to the room dividers hey, which is for the first time man <laughs> welcome to the show good to have you yes uh has got a, a point here I don't know who this guy who's running the show on the other channel for rugby, the, the, who used to be a room divider before. Kawunda. Yeah, Kawunda. He said something about one particular center who only knows how to carry a ball and run into contact, who does not pass the ball. That that center now is no longer picking his space in terms of marking. Mm. And that center was wearing jersey number 12 on the Saturday. Mm. I think you know the name. Mm-hmm. 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 The Alin. Mm-hmm. I believe that, I think the, the Springboks have persisted with a combination of Easter uh, Hazen and, and, and Lucano M. In as much as they are new in international rugby, but in their provincial side, mm. they are a combination as well. So they, I think we should have persisted with them, gave them more time, instead of saying, now oh, we're going to Australia, now let's just bring our big guns. Yet we've been losing for the past three years with those big guns playing as a combination. And the second thing is that I think we do really need a guy like Dwayne Formule, and I don't know how we can get him uh, out of his contract in Japan, but I believe that uh, when you're comparing him with uh, Warren Hartley, I think it's obvious that the impact that Dan uh, Fermilion has on the game in terms of a game-changing impact, I think is a better player at number eight. Okay, good one. Let me leave it there.
Um, Manana, you, you've heard all of these calls, and there's a mm. lot to respond to then. But I want, I want to just quickly touch on something about leadership yeah, and whether they're doing a good job. Um, some people have questioned the lack of calming, a calming influence on the team over the weekend. Um, lost the game, could have easily won with a little bit of patience. Was mm. that possible? What's the leadership issue? Sia Colis is the captain, and I firmly believe that he'll become a very good captain. He's quite inspirational as a leader currently, but that support structure is not coming through. Sia Colisi and Peter Steph Dutoid have been the outstanding forwards alongside Kitchoff in this rugby championship. There's only three games that have been played so far. Your captain. I'm able to say, with not being even biased because he's Siakolis, but because of his work ethics, leading from the front. But unfortunately, the charges are not coming to the fore. And therefore, I'm talking of the experienced players. The Eben Etzebeth. You look at guys like Franz Malerbe. He's in no man's land. And this is the number three. That week in, week out, he gets that number three jersey. Yet you have guys like Vilcolo, Thomas Dutoit, who are hungry to don that jersey. You look at a guy like Mostert, certainly going forward is there. But he needs a guy like Eben Etzebeth just to light those eyes for him to be able to take the team through. And that's, and that's why many people are always making the inference of the Lions. Because with a captain like Warren Whiteley, it was not him alone. It was all the players who, when they go out, they know that they're not only representing the Lions, but they're representing the Lions' culture. And that's what is lacking. A new ethos, Robert Marawa, mm-hmm. will do a world of good for the Springbok. A new style, which can be developed. Time or no time, you have to develop it. Because these are professional players. Unless the management team Robert Marawa of, of, of Rasi Rasmus are at fault. Maybe we'll hear of them next week after the New Zealand game that they're not up to scratch. Because you've got to understand that Proudfoot was part of Alistair's group. Mzwandelestik was part of Alistair's group. Most of them, JJ Fredericks, were all part of that. Maybe we should leave something to say that they will also become into for a pointing that they too are not doing their work. And therefore, it's quite important that there is no reason one of the elite rugby nation finds itself ranked number seven and nothing is done about that. The Ireland side are ranked number two. It shows you what Joe Smith has done with Ireland because they have a certain ethos that they buy into. And we don't have that. We need to put speed on the field that no one can match. Is that possible, Marau? No, it's not possible. It isn't. What is possible in 10 seconds? And I'm asking you this maybe for the first time ever. And in 10 seconds, you've got to produce an answer. Is by how much, according to Manana, will they lose over the weekend? I don't better up. But they'll do everything in their power 
they'll be motivated by the event they're playing the black the all blacks and it's one of the old foos in south african and new zealand rivalries and uh, unfortunately 15 point 15 points yes remember the all blacks made 10 changes don't don't when don't the, qualify don't qualify okay no no that, I'm not qualifying. i just want to pick up point from next okay. week we start, 15 yeah by 15 points yes manana is always baba zip up that bag we'll, we'll meet again next week Shamara, I appreciated that. Well, if you're listening to this message, then you are a digital citizen. Whether or not you use Facebook, WhatsApp, or just emails, the fourth industrial revolution has started, and it is time for you to get the basic skills to live a safe cyber life. And there is no shortcut now because this is a necessary skill for you and your family. Prevention is still better than cure, and only... Uh, 2,999. Strengthen your digital life and implement the 12 steps of safe cyber life on www.safecyberlife.com.